he's in his library. Confound it, madam, my language is most controlled. I say we take off and nuke the entire siphon order. It's the only way to be sure. In a thousand years, Gondahar was destroyed. A thousand years ago, Gondahar will be saved. The spice extends life. Welcome, listener, to Spooky Star Crashed, because it is the month of Halloween, and usually we discuss genre movies released before the year 2000, and this episode is no different in that we are watching an older movie. However, we will keep this episode spoiler-free, and kind of more guide you through whether or not you might want to check out this movie for your Halloween um movie watching session. Uh, My name is Ebba. And my name is Linnea. So Linnea, what are we talking about today? We are talking about a movie called A Vampire from 1932, I think. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, (laughs) that is correct. (laughs) The the 30s anyway. Um, It is a French-German co-production though the director is a Danish, so it's a real mix of European influences here. Mm, uh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and it's sort of, um, it's based on uh, stories by uh, Sher- uh, Sheridan Le Fanny, uh, who wrote Carmilla, among others, so uh, sort of in that storytelling tradition. Absolutely, and it is, I mean, it's it's 1932, so it is black and white, and it it has a very, uh, and I actually did some reading after watching the movie that it, it's kind of intentionally a bit silent era feeling. Mm. Uh, it is it is a talkie, <laughs> you know, mm. but it does have that sort of silent era film, which I think is to its advantage in this uh, in this movie particular, because it does give that sort of eerie slowness to it i don't know quite how to put it but i do feel like it actually elevates the movie in a way Mm. Uh, and there's very few lines of dialogue which which too sort of add to the whole um, mood let's say Mm. Mm. of of the movie Uh, but if we're getting into at a a very surface level like what is this about like it's obviously about vampire in some way but um keeping it spoiler free uh what would be your elevator pitch of vampire vampire (laughs) oh wow um (laughs) yes no no easy tasks uh, (laughs) no preparation for this um i would say it's it's kind of an old-fashioned vampire tale, you know. It's not mm. your modern sort of more um, graphic vampire tale. This is more uh, of, of kind of in the same, well, as Carmilla, for example, and even mm. Dracula. They're sort of mysterious, kind of seductive vampires, but mm. also sort of are they really vampires, or is it just other? strange things going on you know is it is this just my hallucination or is she actually a vampire you know that kind of um Mm -hmm. uh, almost hallucinatory um uh, kind of experience and it's 
it, it's it's neat. It's real neat. <laughs> yes, but you are absolutely onto something here. Like there is the, there is a definite feeling of is this actually happening? Like what's happening behind the scenes? Who is the bad guy? Is there a bad guy? Um, and there is also a, a, a bit of um, uh, a lot of like t- written texts that we also take partake in as in as the audience. And it's like, oh, I wonder if we'll see this coming, um, if we'll see this thing that's written, if we'll see that happen or not. And it's uh, it it does keep you on your um, on your on the edge of your seat, I would say. Uh, but I will say, and we are getting into my sort of uh, negative here with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to put it out there immediately because if you're someone who has an issue with movies that are kind of a slow burn, <laughs> then you might not like this initially. So I will say, go go into this movie and and sort of expect it to be kind of slow and and um, not quite sure where it's supposed to go uh, for maybe I'd say maybe the first like the first third of the movie but um, sort of sit through it (laughs) (laughs) just trust that it will become great Uh, I do you would you agree with with me in that that it's sort of like it's a slow burn in that way uh, yes, um, the, personally, I'm I'm really attracted to these kinds of films. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is very much up my alley. Uh, mm. But yeah, I mean, it's a kind of film that you need. I think you need to first of all kind of be used to that type of film to really sort of um, be able to sit down and just watch it all the way through. You know, without without uh, feeling kind of strange. Um, mm. And also, I think you kind of have to be in a special mood as well. Um, Good point, yes. Yeah, kind of in the same way as as Dead Man, I would say. Uh, It's not a movie for all moments, but it works sometimes. (laughs) Yes, no, absolutely. I think if you like the kind of movie, I mean, they're not exactly the same, but if you like the sort of kind of storytelling where you have a main character who sort of experiences things with you and sort of tries to figure out things almost at the same pace as yourself. And you're like, what's going on here? This is the spooky town. Uh, if you like movies like, let's say, uh, The Wicker Man. And I would also say completely randomly, I just thought of it, but also like The Woman in Black with Daniel Radcliffe. I believe mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. way faster paced. <laughs> but that, that sort of feeling like someone goes into a a uh, town or a location that is completely new to them and they don't know any of the people that are inhabiting it um they sort of don't know you know how to who to trust on how to navigate mm. the space i mean the social space and <laughs> the actual space <laughs> yes. uh, space so so if you like that kind of movie i i think you'd um you'd like this one as well mm. um, and in, yeah. in in regards to uh, vampire i would kind of describe it as being almost gothic in in oh, uh, yes. uh, it's it's Spot aesthetics um, mm-hmm. yeah uh, there, there isn't a 
castle per se, but there is like a mansion at least, or a sort mm. of chateau. Um, mm. So it definitely has that sort of. Oh, we end up in this uh, <laughs> strange place, yeah. and there's just dark shadows everywhere, yeah. and there's this girl in the room, and you know who is she? Yes, What's going on? Shadows, um, like are they ghosts? What are they? That's uh, mm. there's a bunch of supernatural things. And yeah, I mean, we could get into this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna end end up spoiling things so quickly. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, there's a ton of like, just like let's call it call it world building almost. Like it's very it's very neat, and it has these beautiful shots as well. Sometimes it it absolutely looks like 32 and some awkwardness. Let's say uh, I almost feel rude saying it like that, but, there, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like some 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 parts where the cuts are a bit off but i will say mm. that might also be because this was restored from a bunch of different copies that mm. weren't complete so who knows you know it might yeah, be down yeah. to that so and also it... also this is an early european talkie movie and yeah. i watched i have a dvd edition of this which is the the masses of cinema edition which is a really great release oh. of this film by the way it has tons of bonus material and like an oh, 80 page nice. booklet and everything so i looked through oh. a, a lot of that <laughs> bonus material um and it was sort of i i think that it was an interview with the director which is called theodore dreyer uh, mm. where he essentially said that europe had been you know the really really big producers of films during the silent era but mm. when the sound era came in hollywood sort of overshadowed everything so europe actually got a little bit behind on the technology so oh, it's yeah this one is sort of using and I think that's kind of why it also looks like a silent film because yeah. it's mostly using that technology, except it sort of evolved a, li- yeah. a little bit. Uh, but it's not quite top notch, even for its time, <laughs> mm, uh, technology wise. Yeah. But you know, like I said uh, <laughs> way back in the beginning of this, I, I kind of feel like it's to its advantage, honestly, because it, it, it adds to, like you said, the gothic feeling of it mm. uh, because it is it does look and feel very gothic and also it's hot as in <laughs> the main characters Ooh, look yes. very good <laughs> Ooh, yes so if that's something that is important to you when you're picking your halloween movies <laughs> uh this one's a good choice <laughs> i can think of at least well there's three people that are hot in this movie uh they genuinely are so you know yeah, You're in for a yeah. treat. Um, I, I imagine we're not going to give up Gordon's in this episode because it's sort of a special episode. Yeah. But if we were, I would give it to the the, the main guy's hair. You know, the, the way he has parted his hair. It's just so straight and so... Mm. Not a hair out of place on that head. And I absolutely <laughs> no. love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. And just as a side note, the main guy, uh, he is played by Baron Nicholas de Gunzberg, an actual Baron, which I which think is, is kind of cool. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just adding to everything that is great about this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, can, and he was how actually... How can you beat that? You can't. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think a time, I don't remember which time period, but he was like a producer of Vogue or something. He was 
in the sort of fashion scene for a very long time. So he's a very, very interesting character to read about, actually. And he could uh, be a model, and I'm sure he was, because he is yeah. beautiful. Yes. Uh, I mean, I know you sent me a link to an article in, I think it was Variety or something like that. Um, maybe we could add it on, like, not add it, but maybe we could put it on Facebook if someone's interested, because there were a ton of beautiful pictures. Um, Absolutely, yeah of him <laughs> and and a, a few backstory bits as well yes. um, but that could be be cool um and maybe convince you to watch this uh, movie yeah. uh, so it kind of sounds like we're both uh telling the listener to <laughs> go watch this is there anything you'd say like is there some person you'd say like, well, maybe you wouldn't like this particular thing, so something that would sort of lean the scales to not watch this? I I mentioned that I feel like the first third might not be its best, if especially if you're someone who likes a bit of a bit faster pace. Um, is there something similar that, that you would like to just point out? Um, if it's your first time sort of exploring silent era or silent similar era you know i i would i kind of want to lump this one in with the silent era because mm, it's, it's kind of fair. the same style uh, so if it's your first time exploring that era i wouldn't recommend this as your first pick uh, because i think there are other movies that are more sort of accessible for modern viewers than what this one is um mm. i would actually if we're just gonna go off what we have seen i would actually maybe recommend ferryman maria over this one, if yes. if it's your first time sort of exploring that era. Um, but other than that, you know, if, if you are sort of used to seeing this type and this style of film, um, you know, I don't think there's anything stopping you from seeing it. I absolutely think you should watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and another thing that I also want to mention that was mentioned in one of the, the sort of bonus documentaries on, on my DVD um is that a lot of the visuals in Vampire are actually inspired by uh, paintings because Dreyer at the time was really into sort of the art scene in, in France. I think he was living in France at the time. Um, so especially there's two paintings that he, he was actually mentioned uh, in the documentary and they showed pictures of it and I'm just... I was just like, yes, I recognize that scene from the film. Ah. <laughs> so, the, yeah, there's one called The Nightmare by uh, Henry Fuseli. Mm. Pronunciation is probably wrong. It might be <laughs> Henri Fuseli. Uh, but, you know, just Google The Nightmare painting or something, you'll, you'll find it. Um, and also the Death and the Woodcutter uh, by Jean-Francois Millet. Uh, it's another one that, you know, if you, 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 you look at those and then you look at the film, you're going to know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to see the connection there. I thought that was kind of fun. Um, so just... Just a little sign out there about that. Cool. And what was the what was the name of the edition that you had the movie on? The Masters of Cinema edition. The Masters of yes. Cinema edition. So this is a UK release. It's kind of the Masters of Cinema series is kind of like the Criterion Collection for in the US. They're sort of they're they're kind of releasing the same type of films. Um, cool. So you have it. Um, is, do you know if that's still available or if that was like a one-off thing way back? Uh, it might still be available. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. ma the masses of cinema is still releasing films for for that that brand, so yeah. it, it should be available. It's probably out on Blu-ray now as well. I would imagine so. Um, 
I will I will see if I can find it and then I will link it to you. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Because I know it's on Criterion in Blu-ray. Mm. But also to sort of add to this whole like where is where is it available? How did we watch it? <laughs> I watched it on YouTube. I think there's a bunch of different um versions there. I found that one that I think was in um good uh, quality. Um so you without chilling out cash you can, <laughs> you can <laughs> actually watch this and be fine with the quality. Uh, but I think lo- watching this in Blu-ray would probably be something some, something special, I think. Yeah, and also the the masses of cinema, and I imagine also the Criterion edition yeah. have uh, thick booklets with them. Yes. Uh, with essays, which yeah. are really, really interesting. I read through of some course. of it, so... Yeah, cool. That's a big, that's a big selling point, at least for me. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, a, a, a thumbs up when it comes to recommending this for a Halloween movie. Um, with a few caveats, of course, but uh, thumbs up for me and thumbs up from uh, Linnea. Uh, so we thought we'd just get into some Halloween-related stuff uh, that we're, you know, maybe thinking of, uh, you know... Consuming. <laughs> consuming, thank you. Halloween things uh, in this month that we're excited or thinking about. Uh, anything you want to start off with or should I go ahead? Well, uh, just uh, if we talk in general about about mm. what we're watching now, I've um, uh, seen a few episodes of Lovecraft Country, for example. Yes, um, on HBO. Yes, mm. um, quite an interesting one. I haven't, I'm not very far into it yet. Mm. Um, so so far, the sort of the episodes have been a little bit disjointed, but I kind of feel like it's gonna all come together in the end at least i hope so <laughs> um but it's been like, fun yeah, yeah it, because it does look nice like i've only, only mm. seen the trailers like a few a few moments from the trailers let's see and it looks very nice um but i haven't had a chance to check it out but maybe i will maybe i will um but that seems like perfect time to <laughs> to to watch right now absolutely um Personally, I got into the, well, not got into, I watched the uh, kind of, I don't know if bad is the right word, but, (laughs) (laughs) well, okay, kind of bad, uh, but The Babysitter on Netflix, I watched it last week, and it was super not great in the beginning, and then it sort of caught up speed, and and it was kind of like a... um, slasher type of movie and it was it was all right i laughed a couple of times and it's a slasher comedy thing so maybe check it out i don't know (laughs) you have nothing better to do um and i'm also planning on uh checking out the one that was released this year uh the babysitter killer queen it's probably going to be trash as well but sometimes Ah, trash is what you need (laughs) yeah yeah i I don't say no to trash if you give it to me (laughs) exactly Nothing wrong with a bit of uh, garbage. Mm. But something that I'm hoping not to be garbage is uh, a video game that I'm kind of excited about. And it's uh, in the series, the Dark Pictures Anthology, where you'll find the first installment, which was called Man of Medan, uh, which was released last year. And I really enjoyed it. It was sort of like a quick time event interactive uh, horror movie almost i don't know how to explain it but it's not a whole lot of gameplay the gameplay is the gameplay is 
kind of simple, but your choices or your slip ups, <laughs> let's say, they matter a lot to the outcome. And uh, um, it was really nice cinematic, uh, kind of cliched, but in a nice way game. And before that, the studio did Until Dawn, if you ever played that. Mm, no, but I know, I, I know no of it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, which is also an excellent game to pick up in, in, in during Halloween, I think. But uh, anyway, so the next installment in this The Dark Pictures anthology is coming out on the 30th um, October in Sweden, at least. And uh, I'm excited. It's called Little Hope and I don't know too much about it. I'm um, expecting it to be kind of spooky and great. So, yeah, that's that's something I'm looking forward to. Although that is very late (laughs) in the month, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm kind of sad that we're not getting uh, Stranger Things for this month. Um, it's been delayed due to uh, pandemic, I imagine. Um, oh, so, is, yeah. is is this the part where I say I haven't watched Stranger Things for like three se- <laughs> seasons <laughs> or something? I only watched the first one and like half the first episode of season two. <laughs> I love Stranger Things, so um, yeah. I am I am feeling it with you though. Like, god damn it, Stranger Things season four, <laughs> god damn it, for Linnea's sake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we will, um, you know, we will see you next week. Um, we will yeah. be talking about another vampire-related movie, because that's the thing. We're doing vampires only this month, and we are doing one every week. That's the goal, at least. (laughs) Uh, You want to tell us what we're watching and maybe, possibly, or not recommending (laughs) next week? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, next week we are delving into uh, another classic uh vampire movie vampire though not in his original form uh we are watching nosferatu the 1970s version um so not the one from 1920s um <laughs> though yes, i'm probably I'm... gonna watch i'm probably gonna watch that one too because i have it so. <laughs> i'm very excited about uh this one though i've been wanting to yeah. be, uh, watch it for a long time so yeah Yay! yeah <laughs> it's wait. gonna be fun yes <laughs> yes so uh yeah yeah, listener, have you seen Vampire? Uh, we want to know what you think. So go to our Facebook page uh, at Star Crash Podcast, where you can share your thoughts and also give us, us recommendations for future episodes. Uh, and we are also on Instagram as uh, Star Crash Podcast, so check us out there too. And, uh, you know, join us in one week for Ooh. Nosferatu 1978. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.